Hi, it's the girl out there, right here with you. It's me, Cindy, coming at you every Friday morning, talking all things metaphysical with some amazing guests lined up. So grab your cup of bliss and cozy on up for one amazing adventure. It'll be between 30 and 40 minutes and I can guarantee we will be learning some really cool facts together and also having some fun. Some weeks too will just be me and my dear diary best friend chatting about the random and fascinating adventures of our own lives while we discuss probably what we learned from the week before. I guarantee this is one podcast you do not want to miss. So hit the subscribe button so you are notified. Can't wait to get on this adventure with you. Girl out there, right here with you, it's me, Cindy. And I am here today with Jessica Serrato, all things numbers the numerologist. Hi, Jessica. Hey, Cindy. I'm so happy to be here. I'm so excited. I know. I am really excited. And um, I, I think, you know, we've, we met on Instagram, which I find is so funny now. I feel like I'm meeting so many amazing people just through the windows of Instagram. And it's, uh, it's so exciting because I'm, I'm just seeing all of these amazing stories and information and not even meeting yet in person. But I feel like we know each other so well. I feel that too. We are definitely connected for sure. Yes. So, um, so that's how we met. Uh, and it was just, you know, funny, I was just uh, looking at some of the things that you were posting, and suddenly I couldn't stop. Like, it was just, just all of the things were fun. And I realized I was smiling at the things you were posting and laughing and suddenly just realized that there were people that I knew that were following you too. And, um, and suddenly thinking, wow, I posted something almost exactly the same. Like the, the thoughts that we were having were connected as well. And then realized you lived uh, just a few blocks away from me, which was just so funny. And so- that was amazing. Like all of those ideas, like those synchronicities were so amazing. But as we found out later, the this was the universe, right? Conspiring. We'll talk, I mean, obviously as we get into numerology, but my card um, was in your energy during that time. And so, yeah, it was, I mean... Just so fun. And those are two yes. of my core values, right? Joy and meaningful work. And the fact yes. that I get to combine those two is like every morning I wake up and I'm just like, whoa, I'm oh, so grateful. Yes. So that's all the things I, I really do want to talk about um, is how you've gotten um, and, are, and are on this adventure of you. So if you want to talk a little bit, well, just share, it, um, you know, your mom and, and, and how you've gotten to the the work you're doing now where I mean the Wall Street part I mean all of it (laughs) I know it seems like um the journey was long with so many unique kind of twists and turns but you know we always say hindsight is 2020 and as I look back on some of these moments where I really let my intuition guide me um that's I feel so strongly that's how I was here. So yeah, in university, well, all through, I guess, growing up, um, you know, I had 
a real affinity for numbers. And, you know, I would look at a number and be like, oh, that's divisible by 13. Oh, if I, if I times that and square the root of that, like it came very natural to me. But of course, you know, when we were, I mean, not to age us, Cindy, but, you know, back <laughs> when we were in high school, you know, I would go to my career counselor in high school. And um, of course, being good with numbers meant math. And that translated to me towards finance. So I went to school, uh, university, um, for business and specifically finance. And, you know, I did, did all of the things and all of these courses. But I remember um, this one moment in my, it was a, a derivative and bond class in my third year. And I had won this semester long challenge. We had done, um, we had these portfolios that we were trading, you know, not for real, but, you know, just pretend. And I had won by doing this trade that seemed so out of the blue. And my professor in front of everyone in the lecture said, Miss Serrato, how did you possibly choose this? It was a coffee commodity. Um, so clearly. And I just remember getting so red and so flushed because my true answer was, I just felt it. But instead, I reverse engineered my answer to try to make sense in like intellectually and logically of how I did it. And at that moment, I kind of realized I had been doing that a lot. Mm. Um, and so, it, but again, not that I chose really to do anything at that moment. Um, mm -hmm. I had, so look, going on to my senior year, I had an interview with a, investment brokerage. And the next day I had an interview with a cruise line. <laughs> and of course, I think people might know where this story goes after yeah. spending, you know, time on wall street, I decided to switch course and go on the cruise line. And looking back, I noticed uh, now that that was a seven energy month, which sevens are all about disruption and taking the hard left-hand turn and choosing a path that doesn't seem realistic or right, but it's where you're meant to go. Um, and then I spent seven years on the cruise ship and then came here to Vancouver. Um, I met my husband while cruising. So of course I know that was definitely the right place for me. And now I live in North Vancouver with my husband and my two little girls. And, um, and again, just recently, I think COVID did this for a lot of people, 2020, in the beginning of that year, I had, I was in a career that I really enjoyed, but I found myself again, reverse engineering a lot of the things I was recommending. And I had a friend say, hey, what do you think about numerology? And I said, well, I don't know. Let me find out. And I followed my intuition. I found an instructor and I started to study numerology. And from there, well, I mean, the universe has opened up um, and it's just been truly, truly amazing. Yeah. 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 I, 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 there's so many things that you said in there. And obviously my personality, when I hear numbers, right, I tend to go like, yes. whoa, what? <laughs> and it's interesting, even as I'm paying attention now more to myself, um, because as we did grow up um, and I wasn't good with numbers, um, my, my mindset is to go not good with numbers, not good with numbers. I fail, I fail, I fail. Um, and so I've trained myself to go like, I'm not good with it. And so I block out. 
Mm. And so re readjusting myself to go, wait, what does this mean? Or why am I? Um, so even as I'm listening to it now going, okay, no, there's a different way. There's a different way. Um, and so, as you said at the beginning, how you um, re, uh, what did you say? You re engineer, reverse engineer, reverse engineered. And I think that's for a lot of us, all humans, we, um, we change and alter things, um, because of the way, and we don't, we don't always fit into a normal pattern. So we've trained ourselves to, to do that. Um, and I think all, all of us do it. Um, and when we suddenly, cause we think the harder way is the way we're supposed to go. Yes. Um, and so suddenly when we go into the flow of things and it seems so easy, that doesn't really seem right. Mm-hmm. And it's learning to trust your uh, intuition over your intellect, right? You don't have to run everything through your mind in order for it to make logical sense. And it just, you're right. Like actually when you just do it with your heart and your intuition, it feels easier. Yes. Um, And now that I know my numbers, I see that I am, um, it's, it's not a, a surprise that I first, you know, physically have to process and intellectually have to process, but by leaning more into my intuition, like now every day I'm like not tired at the end. Like, it's just amazing because it's just a weight has been lifted and it's so easy to do what you know, in your heart you are supposed to be doing. Well, and what I learned and we can get right into the, the number, all of the numerology, but I've, what I've learned through energy um, and energy work is that we will get universal energy provided for us. And yes. so that will mean that we will be provided with more and more energy into us. Um, and so we won't actually feel exhausted um, while doing things we love because we will be provided more and more through us. And so people now will say, like, are you tired? Are you exhausted? But um, as I'm doing work that I'm loving, I'm really not. Um and so I now can monitor like, oh, right now I need rest. Right now I need reboot. Um, right now I can do this. I can do that um, because I'm really in the flow of what I'm doing. But the universe will provide me exactly what I need because uh, it's, it, it, I'm, I'm doing what I'm meant to be doing. And yes. it's, it's, it, there's no, there's no um, fight here. It's like, oh, yeah, nope, I can keep going. I can keep going. And it's, it's exactly what we're meant to do. And just having that context and foundation of the universal energy and what is available um, through the numbers just for me has helped. So universal energy, you just said it, is available to everyone. And if we look at a specific date and we add up all the numbers in that date and we keep on reducing till we get a single number between one and nine, that is the universal energy that is available to all of us. But here's the thing, you might be thinking, well, then why doesn't everyone feel exactly the same on the day? Because each energy has a polarity, right? It has a negative side and it has a positive side. And so your antenna kind of that, that you have picking up this universal energy on that day might be more in tune with the positive side. Or on some days, it might be more in tune with the negative side. But just by knowing that, knowing like, oh, that's why I might feel like a little bit of anxiety or a little bit trapped by circumstance. Okay. Like I love and accept myself anyway. And then, you know, 
we are energetic beings. So we can, if we're wanting to, change our energy up. We can seek out healers like you um, for readings or for Reiki. We can um, do some EFT tapping. We can go for a walk. We can take a shower. And that will change the energy and allow us to see what's possible on the other side of the, of the spectrum. Right. If that makes sense. Yes. Yeah. So, okay. So can you start, um, I mean, I've heard you when you start to talk about numbers. So um, I'm trying to think about what's the best way to start discussing numbers. Now, when we talked a little bit about it, you talked about the history of numerology, which might be the best way to do a dive in and then we can go from there. Yeah, sure. So I, because of course me too, having to intellectualize everything, it was really cool for me to learn about the foundations of where this came from. Yes. So my particular studies are based on Pythagoras, uh, the Greek, you know, mathematician and scientist way back when. And it first started um, as a hypothesis of, uh, of examining music and specifically stringed instruments. And he thought when the stringed instruments have this vibration and how can I calculate that vibration? Um, and he did that. He found that that existed. And then he found that the vibration and frequency in numbers also existed. And then he started to put those together. And with music, that's how um, the length of the notes came into effect and, and all of that four beats, all of those connections. But with the numbers, he also found that vibration and frequency in numbers was apparent and connecting that to the calendar. And we have what we call the practical numerology concepts, which are, as they say, practical based in the numbers, one, two, three, four, et cetera. But through his work also came um, realization that the playing cards that we know, you know, that you play crazy eights with or that you play to um, go fish with, our calendar is actually based on them. And that's numerology as well. So if you think of a deck of cards, if everyone listening can think of a deck of cards, yeah, um, you know that there's 52 and there are 52 weeks in one year. And how did we as a society decide how many days would be in a week? Well, we took five plus two and we got seven. So there's seven days in the week. And then, of course, we have the four seasons, which correspond to the four suits of the deck. And if we add all the numbers up, so ace being one, two, three, four, you know, the jacks as 11, queens as 12, we get to 364. And then we add the joker, which is one and a quarter, because, of course, we have 365 days in a year, but plus the leap year. So that's where the joker comes in. He's always a little bit... (laughs) A little bit, you know, silly like that. And then now we can combine those advanced um, concepts and um, correspond those to days of the year and energies that we feel. So we have the universal energy that is available to all of us. But each one of us, based on the day of our birth in this universe and where we are um, in our, I guess, chronological age, we have our own personal energy that we're meant to bring to this universe. And that's what I, that's the, the, the word I love to focus on is meant. Like we all have this, um, these sparkles, these lights inside of us. And 
the universe is just calling out to us to let them shine because that will just raise the vibration and frequency of everyone. But I get that that's scary Mm -hmm. sometimes, right? And so for me, numerology is just really holding up a mirror um, to someone and saying, listen, I see this in your numbers. Mm -hmm. I know in my heart numbers don't lie. They, they are numbers. And I see this inside you. I see this potential energy. Do you see it too? Right. And my goal is for them to not only see it, but to embody it. And through this context and foundation of numerology, feel safer to um, share it with the world. Yes. Yeah. That's so beautiful. I think I, I think because I think I told you privately, I had gone to um, a numerologist uh, party, um, like not like a Tupperware party, but not that Tupperware party is bad, (laughs) but I had gone to one and it was probably about seven or eight years ago and it was an unexpected thing. I didn't know what to to know or, um, you know, what, what I was going into um, and then arrived and um, I just given my birth date and things like that. And then, um, and then suddenly I got all this information, um, handed to me and it was, it was fascinating because, uh, I was, what was said to me that night was how we go through seven year cycles, um, as humans as well. Um, at least that's what I was given that night, um, and that there can be times where things you can be going through things and, and they can be very, very challenging. Um, maybe you can speak to this and then, uh, or maybe it's a nine year cycle. Um, but there's times where you can reach out of that after. So it's another lesson learned that you're going to come out of. Does that make sense? Totally. And yes. so I knew that when I was, and, and not that, um, in that nine years, you're not going to have good times, but it's those things, maybe it's what you were talking about with the sevens earlier. But um, while I was sitting in this time, I was like, well, maybe that's what I'm going through right now. And actually, while I got that information, I sort of always sat with it knowing, yes, I'm still sort of going through this. I'm still going through this. And it kind of gave me comfort um, to know that um I probably was going to have another five years ahead. And mm-hmm. as I've worked with clients, um, you know, somebody might go through a, a hard divorce, let's say, and they'll say, well, oh yeah, I'm, I'm finished with it and I'm done and I'm ready to move on. And I've always sat with that night where I was with, with these numbers. And I said, I just recall that it might take seven years just so you know, <laughs> Mm-hmm. and they'll go what and I'll say oh no like you're gonna learn lessons but you might need some time <laughs> yeah and and sometimes it's comfort sometimes it's scary to hear but sometimes it's like just give yourself ease does that make yes so you're right each of us um and using the practical concepts go through four unique seasons in our life and they're nine years long nine. and the reason they're nine years long is because Each of the seasons goes through a full manifestation cycle. So one through nine. And if we just think, I mean, everyone can do this. If you just think of the evolution of the numbers, you know, one being a new idea or inspiration, 
Two, being that connection and compassion. Three, the amplification or like that connection. Four, building the stability and structure. So going all through those until finally the nine, which is the release and the starting over again at the one. Now, each of these seasons has like this overarching energy. Uh, so one of those numbers is the, is the theme of that season. And so you go through each of these years under that, that theme. And it's so amazing how, when I look at, um, exactly what you said, people's charts, um, you can really see the, the progression and, you know, what is meant for you won't miss you. And I feel that's so important because I feel we get caught up in, you know, we, we want to say yes, because we don't want to miss out. Mm. But if your intuition is saying no, I always say it's not no, it's just no, not yet. And so having that context of like, oh, this might, this seems like a better time for me, or I see this in my future, um, you know, the same for the year. Like March right now is an eight energy month. And this is all about momentum and mastery. But there might be some things that, that come up that feel almost right but just not right. Mm-hmm. And so you know that later on in this year, you have an other eight energy coming up and that is in December. So it's kind of like a mirror energy. Um, so there's always comfort. That's why I like the cyclical patterns of numerology because it also has this, this comfort of it, right? Of like, okay, um, it, there's a pattern and it repeats and you are uh, different when you go through the second cycle or the third cycle or the fourth cycle, you've built on the lessons you've learned, but there's always another chance for the energy. It's not like you have one day in your life where if you don't take advantage of it, it's gone. Um, You just, you just can take advantage of it in a more, I guess, mature state. And the really cool thing I love about people's charts is especially when, so of course, I need to go back to my statistics and in finance. So if you think about, okay, the theme of the season can be one through 11. So that's 11 different energies that could happen. And we said that we have four of those in our life. Right. So, to, so statistically, you would think that, okay, the, the possibility that I would repeat a season with the same theme would be low. But in cases like you just said, where maybe we need more time to learn a lesson or more time to step into our birthright, I do see seasons repeating for people. And that's, that's what I just want to say. I just want to say, statistically, this makes no sense. But intuitively, this makes perfect sense, especially when we take life into it, chronological, right? right. Um, you know, maybe there were things... Um, that I felt called to do. Uh, but you know, because my daughter was six months old at the time, it wasn't quite right in my life. If that made sense. So just having comfort that it will come back again. And so how do numbers make sense with the people that you then are connected to? Like how, how do you use numerology with your children or with the people that you're all Yeah. Yeah. This is, this is, I love this. So everyone, like I said, has their own personal chart. So the, 
the ruling number is kind of the overarching theme. And then through there, you know, there's their personal year, personal day, energy grid, all of these underlying subsets. And so what I like to do is just by knowing, just by knowing the energies of the people in your life, you can appreciate and support them more. So for example, my, um, my daughters are complete opposites. And, you know, I knew that intuitively before I looked at their numbers, but now that I see their numbers, I can actually put words to their differences and help support them. So my one daughter being a nine really values time on her own to process, to think. Um, She really likes to think about things a lot and have that like alone time. My other daughter is a 22-4, which means literal connection all the time. (laughs) So when they, I just see them connecting and I'm like, okay, what, how can you support both of those seemingly opposite energies at the same time in a family, in a family unit? So that's one way of just knowing your differences, seeing where there's similarities, seeing where there's, um, maybe opposing energies. And I like to say like complementary energies, right. right? Because in a family, you don't want everyone exactly the same. It's really fun to have um, the different energies to kind of grow as a family. And the other way you can do it is with the cards. So um, we talked a little bit about the different seasons and the energies that we go through throughout the year yeah. were different cards. Um, so you can either take the energy of the card So for example, um, the ace of spades. So that's about like a self-transformation or new ideas being birthed, that kind of thing. But that ace of spades could also be a person that holds that energy. So you can kind of also look to see how um, you connect or where you are present in their charts as well and where they're present in your charts too. Okay. I always say like, you know, all of the charts that I do, and then, you know, those um, sheets, maybe when we were in school, that were like kind of transparent, that you, that you put on top of each other for that machine. Oh, is it? Oh, my goodness. Where you ripped it off, but you could still see the writing oh, underneath. Oh, yes, yes, yes. Anyway, yeah. this might, okay. I, the, the word is eluding me. But what I do is I put literally all the charts stacked on top of each other. And then I look from above, and I can just see where they're connected, where they're missing. Yeah. So that's, that's the composite energy, which is kind of the, the energy that you bring either as a couple or a group of people. Um, That's really, really interesting to look at. I did a really fun ladies night the other night and it was seven of them and I did all of their charts and I noticed one connection that they all shared. And when I shared the meaning of that number that I saw, it was a moment that they had all felt. They, they had felt that type of connection before, but I had just put a context mm. to it. So it was super cool. So super cool. cool. I, and that's what I think is so, um, so fascinating to be able to understand. Uh, and I know like my, my one son and I share similar numbers so it's easier to understand why. And it was explained, it was explained my master number. And I don't know if you want to explain master number, yes. um, but my master number can, can mean that I'm meant to do um, big things, but it can also mean that I can get stuck in the weeds. 
Mm-hmm. And so, um, because I guess that's what you mean with the polarity, right? Like, so, um, yes. so that was really good for me to understand the details of mine, because when you're meant to do these large things, but if you don't have, um, the understanding of it all, you can also get stuck, right? So being, so that was really useful for me to go, okay, I'm, sometimes it can get so overwhelming for me that I don't understand how to grasp it all. So for a long time, it meant I got stuck. And so now, um, so what I've found because my youngest has the same numbers is I don't want him to feel the way I felt. So giving him the tools now, um, so that he won't feel what I felt, whether he's, he's different than I am obviously, but I can sense that he would have the same feelings so provide yes. early, early on um, words and tools because um, I want him to have um, not the same feelings I had. So yes, master numbers, if you want to chat on that. <laughs> yeah, sure. That's just um, an indication of this, um, this spiritual side or this really stepping into, like you said, like what you were meant to do. And um it's not ominous, but if you don't embrace that side, that's when the frustration in the physical world Mm -hmm. comes. Right. But by really knowing that and kind of going all in on your intuition and allowing um, those numbers, so they can be, you know, 11, 22, 33, allowing those numbers um, to kind of guide you uh, to your truth and what you're meant to do in that world. It just means that extra, I guess, extra dose of, of spiritual uh, and, and an extra dose of being able to connect to the energy of others and of the universe. Yes. And for me, I, I, I've shared this with you before, but I have that on my emotional plane. And this is where we really need to learn to embrace and actually master that is I would get all of these emotions and feelings from others and I didn't know what to do with the energy and it made me really uncomfortable and I just I didn't I wasn't sharing it so I wasn't releasing it so I guess all of the energy was coming in but none of the energy was coming out Mm -hmm. and so what I did was I didn't do this consciously but subconsciously I started to create layers between my heart and the heart of others. And those layers for me were fat. Mm. So gaining weight, gaining weight until I was 90 pounds uh, heavier than I am now. I was close to 250 pounds. And it was because I, I, I just needed, I felt the need I, I, to, con- to protect my energy. But then when I really connected to what I was meant to do, I felt safer. And then the layers started to come off and off and off. And now that I, I know this gift that I have, I'm not afraid of it anymore. And so I feel safe with it. And that allows me to be closer to people. Oh, I love that. Because, yeah. So that's been a real... I, now, I really wish I would have known that back then, yeah. Cindy. Hello. <laughs> would have saved me all this time. Um, But it's amazing to have friends in my life, right, that have seen me through this journey over the past. Yes. I mean, you know, how many years and um, yeah, it's just yes, And that's what I think. And knowing um, 
and I think these people come into our life and and that's why and I said this to you numerology came into my life um, about eight years ago and I had and I told this to you too at the time I had heard people say numerology strange numerology is weird and so and I don't think it is uh, but at the time I'd heard that and I wasn't as open mm-hmm. to spirituality at the time so I allowed that judgment to stay in my head a little bit and so I don't think I was as open because I had that judgment there. And so I was like, yes. well, I don't know. Maybe it's weird. Maybe it's scary. Maybe I don't want to know too much yet. Um, and now I feel like, oh, but those words stayed with me. I Like that in itself, just the words from that night allowed me to know, to trust that I was okay to to give myself seven years. And even that was enough. So that's what I'm hoping now that now that I realize, oh, my goodness, it's amazing. Numbers are amazing. Um, but even if people hear and just want to hear one podcast or one live that they they see how beautiful this this is um, to trust on things that they might have thought were weird or heard something. Um, that's that's one dipping their toe in. I say, just dip your toe in. Just dip your toe in. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes. And it can be fun too. Yes. Right? I, that's, that's my approach yes. to it as well. It's, it's, you know, a lot of the, um, the things we work on in transformation and leaning into the intuitive side, you know, can feel hard, but if we keep the joy in it and if we keep the curiosity yes. in it, I, every day there's a time where I'm like, oh, I wonder if, and then I'm like this mad yes. scientist and you should see like my board downstairs with all of these numbers and calculations. And I'm like, oh, could this be it? Could this be it? And just by keeping it fun and curious, it's like, yeah, it just, it floats. yeah, I just think that's a message. Exactly. Yeah. So, yeah. So then I just, it keeps coming up that I'm supposed to ask the, you had done my chart because um, we had. Uh, exchanged services, which again, I always say yes. to people, it doesn't have to always be about an exchange of money. Uh, the beautiful work of when two people can exchange services like they did back in the day um, is oh so, so yes. beautiful um, and learning. But uh, we had done that and I got, I loved the, what I walked away with. And I, and I always, uh, the words you use are so beautiful. So I'll, I'll um, and, and fun too. Um, but just the when you, <laughs> I can laugh just because uh, when you said so, your chart is not like any other I've seen. <laughs> oh my goodness! Um, so I laugh. If you I, want to yeah. talk a little bit about just how uh, what do you call it? It's um an energy. You said it earlier. Energy, an energy grid. grid. The energy. And grid. you can use mine as yes. an example. Um, <laughs> Sure. So when we look at an energy grid, it's when I take all of the individual days of your birth date and and put them on like a tic-tac-toe board. And so there's like a mental plane, an emotional plane, and a physical plane. And that tells me a lot about the numbers. And so typically, there are numbers that repeat, so multiple numbers. And what I look for, or what I call, this is not a term... This is my term. I look for tic-tac-toes. So I look for numbers that connect three weight, like three times, either across, up and down or diagonally, or ones that don't. And, you know, in 90% plus of charts, there's one, at least one of those, if not multiples. Um, so your chart had none. <laughs> and it was just because 
you have this unique um, ability to tap into a lot of different energies. And I think that's what makes you so successful in your work is because you're not dominant on any specific plane. You're not, um, you're not um, dominant or, or, or feel one energy stronger than the other. It's just kind of, well, I'll say this now for lack of a better term, like you're kind of all over the place. (laughs) Which I can say that it's so funny because, you know, I write unedited, but when I'm meeting people for the first time, I like, I'm like, oh, should I say, okay, I'm just going to say it. And always when I do that, it's like, yes, I am all (laughs) over the place. So that was um, so unique about your energy. And I, and I felt that, and I love that. And that's why I feel you're such an, uh, an, like effective at what you do is because you can welcome and channel in the energy of others so well and that is definitely apparent in your chart which you know not like like I said less than less than 10% of the population for sure statistically speaking (laughs) but I yeah I just loved it I just because so many people will say like if I go to a doctor I go to somebody and they'll say never seen this before in a chart never known this in a chart I'm like yes that's me welcome but um but I love anomaly how these sorts of things, especially when people are just wanting, because uh, when they come for me to for a session, obviously, I provide information and somebody will say, wow, that's what I was just thinking or interesting that you brought that up or I can't, this feels like a chat that I needed, but I can't explain why. But for you, I, I love it because there's, there seems to be such a, a foundation behind it too, right? Like, so um yes I know the I know the relevance of my work I'm very confident in that but for somebody who is wanting that uh grounding piece I I really stand behind what you give and provide and it's so useful Uh, so that energy grid I really love and especially if you wanted it for you and a partner or you with your children if it's something that you really were looking for it's so beneficial Yes, it's that's one of my favorite um, parts about about the chart, and you know this is when I when I do going back to your point about like when people are ready. That's why my readings are kind of done in two parts. There is the one on one, which I love, of like this discussion and um, the conversation that we have, um, and then it's the written report. So all of my readings come, you know, it's typically about 10 pages of written information as well as like an hour long recording that I provide because I know that <clears throat> the either people are wanting it right now or, you know, I have a lot of clients who I do a reading and then months down the road, they'll call me and be like, oh, I just looked back on page, you know, six, and then I got this. So I just feel like numbers, because it is so new for people, taking the time to really like digest and, um, and incorporate that knowledge. It takes different, it's different timelines for different people, right? So, um, so yes. And I, um, so just as we're, I can't believe we've been talking this long. Um, 
Like Cindy, I could, I know. Oh my gosh. I could talk to you. So (laughs) if you, if you could give a a suggestion for people, if they're just starting off with numbers or numerology, what would be one thing that uh, this is just something I'm asking guests, one thing that they could use on a daily basis, what would you, what would it be? I would say, let it be fun and use your Mm. intuition. So I'm going to ask you to do something, Cindy, and I'm going to ask everyone who's listening to do something. Now, if you are driving, listening to the podcast, don't close your eyes. But everybody else, you want to just close your eyes, and I want you to think about the number one. What does it mean to you? What words pop into your head? Do you see pictures? Do you sense a color? Um anything that the one invokes. And then Cindy, I know I'm putting yeah. you on the spot, but what do you, what, what does one mean uh, to I you? I thought right away, solid, foundation, free, and open. Yeah. Amazing. And I would add like new ideas, inspiration, action. I always see gold, mm. like the first, like a gold medal, like the first prize, like a trophy. Um, and so do that with either random numbers, like, oh, I'm going to think about the oh. four today. What does that mean to me? Or when you see oh. a number, just pause nice. and just listen to your heart and don't edit yourself. And like, what intuitively does that mean? And just kind of play and have fun. And then if you want, of course, someone to bounce your ideas off of, of course, call me and I'll, and I'll, um, I love to, to hear what other people think about numbers, but I think that would be my, my biggest advice is just let it be fun, be curious and know that you have the knowledge inside you and the numbers are speaking to you they speak to people in different ways but just by kind of opening up that little bit of curiosity and letting kind of the knowledge flow through you um and if and if you're wanting to learn more then a reading kind of just gives that context to you but still i think you can play and you can i just love have fun. it and where can people connect best with you i'll put it in the notes but just where can they yeah, well, Instagram, yes. of course, I, I yeah. love being there. So I'm Jessica. I, I'm going to make it easy because I'm the same okay, person yeah. everywhere. So I'm Jessica Serrato on Instagram. I'm also on Facebook. Um, and my website is jessicaserrato.com. Very intuitive um, of you. So, yes. <laughs> because, can I tell you yeah. a really fun fact? My name, so I'm an 11 ruling number. And of course, we didn't talk about this, but oh, names, yes. letters, words have numerological value. And my name, Jessica Serrato, is an 11. I match. And so unique because I don't have a middle name. I was supposed to be a boy. My name was supposed to be Matthew. Out I pop. My parents were like, oh, shoot. What are we going to do? For three days, I don't have a name. I was born in the 70s. One of the most popular names was Jessica. So they're like, well, shoot. We can't figure this out. So just throw Jessica there. No middle name. My last name is Serato. And uh, there I am. I match. And and I think this is something for anyone who wants to change their name. I always thought I would. 
And then when I got married, I was like, oh, I, I didn't know how that, and I decided not to. But now that I have the context of it, if I would have changed my name, my energy yeah. would have changed the, around that name. And so, um, I mean, 1111, there you go. Perfect. <laughs> That's you, me. Oh, yeah. I love it. Um, oh, thank you, Jessica. Well, and one little fun ask, what is your favorite cup of bliss? What do you like in your cup? Oh my goodness. This is really going to no. be so boring. Black, black coffee. Mm. Like the, the stronger, stronger, the better, the better. <laughs> no, but like, oh yeah. Like that's yeah. Americano or just black, like just, okay. That's I love it. Good. That's, so, yeah, that's what, like, that's what you need. That's what you have to have. Love it. Yeah. <laughs> oh, well, thank you. You know what? That I learned more and I, and thank you so much. It's always fun to chat with you and, um, and I'm, I'm yes, yes. Be in touch. So thank you. Thank you okay, so much, have Cindy. A great day. Bye. Bye everyone. Thank you so much for being with us today on this Friday. I hope you had a great cup of bliss with us and that you uh, walk away with some little nuggets or a whole whack of information that you will find useful in your life. That's my hope for these podcasts, that they are useful, informative, and also really fun. You can find me at www.blissfulintuitive.com and on Instagram at Blissful Intuitive. I try to make it intuitive. <laughs> I hope you have a really wonderful day and a really wonderful weekend. A little thought, buy yourself something special. Maybe perhaps it's a bouquet of flowers or maybe some cozy socks for your special feet that have carried you so far this week or perhaps this year. And lean in. Lean into somebody special and look, really look. Have a great, great week. And I'll see you next, see ya next week.